if you've ever wanted to go inside the startup of an internet business, we've got the show for you today. Hi, it's Dave Lorenzo. This is the Inside BS Show. And today we're talking with Sarah St. John. She's going to share with us the inside secrets on how to use a podcast to grow your business, how to be an entrepreneur online, and how to do it without having to spend a lot of money. In fact, if you're an entrepreneur and you're looking for a way to make some extra cash, maybe you're looking for a side hustle, or maybe you're looking for a way to build up your savings and pay down your debt, maybe you're looking to create multiple passive residual income streams, or maybe you're just looking for a way to work from home so you can spend more time with your family. I mean, in these days, with a deadly virus circulating, who doesn't want to be able to make more money from home? Well, today, Sarah St. John is going to help you discover the ways to do that without breaking the bank, without spending a fortune. So join me for today's Inside BS interview, where we talk to Sarah St. John about the Inside BS on building a business online from scratch without spending a ton of money. So Sarah, welcome to the show. Thanks for joining us today. Tell us a little bit about you and how you got started with podcasting and with your online business. Well, thanks so much for having me. I appreciate it. Um, well, I kind of have to back up a little bit. My entrepreneurial journey started in 2008. I had had six different jobs that year, um, not at the same time, but throughout the course of the year and realized that I wanted to work for myself and build my own company. And so I started a photography business and I realized that while I liked taking photos of animals and uh, architecture and landscapes, I didn't like taking photos of people, but that's where the money is. I was doing weddings and portraits, but the bigger issue than that was just the expense to maintain and upkeep, you know, equipment and whatnot. So I decided that I wanted to switch over to an online business model. So I tried all these different types of online businesses like drop shipping, affiliate marketing, blogging. And it was throughout the process of trying these different things that I discovered all these tools and, and resources that were either free or really affordable uh, to help you launch and manage a business, uh, an online business on a budget. So then I got the idea to write a book to kind of save other people time, you know, just kind of put all, but I talk about all the different types of online businesses and what you need to operate them. And, uh, and I called that frugalpreneur. Well, then while I was writing the book, I decided that I should start a podcast to kind of coincide with the book kind of as an extra marketing effort, but it was just going to be, you know, 10 episodes, some short lived thing, but I was getting more traction and leverage from the podcast than the book and was enjoying it more than I thought I would. I was making connections. And, and so I decided I'm just going to keep doing this. And now I, I have about 70 episodes out right now, but I have a big backlog of episodes. I still need to edit and get out there, but um, I just love the connections I'm making and the, the conversations. And I feel like I'm learning from guests or even being a guest on other shows and uh, I, and I feel like it's good for like lead generation and reaching other, reaching new people and new audiences. And so then I started a podcast production agency and like, I'm all in on the whole podcasting thing now. 
take people through how you started and what, you know, what it was like to start it. And then we can get into like how you started getting guests and what you do in the interviews and, and all of that stuff. So talk, talk about how you started first. Um, so like the technical aspects of so getting a podcast. Thing, so you, you woke up one day and you said, I'm going to start a podcast. What was the first thing you did? <laughs> oh, the first thing I did. Well, the first thing I did was actually research it because <laughs> I wasn't sure how to start it, but it was simple enough to do. You just have to basically get a podcast host because someone has to host the files. Mm-hmm. Um, and I started with Spreaker cause they had a free plan up to a certain amount. And, uh, So, and then I just, I came up, well, I already had the name figured out. So then Mm -hmm. I got someone on Fiverr to do the, the cover art (laughs) and then, um, for like five bucks and then let's see, well, I did a a couple of solo episodes, but I interviewed my first several episodes. I was interviewing, uh, like CEOs of the companies that I talk about in the book. Like, oh, wow. Yeah, I interviewed you got you got CEOs of companies right out of the gate. That's terrific. (laughs) That's wonderful. Yeah. Yeah. Some of them were CEOs. Some people were just they worked within that company. Mm -hmm. Um, Like I interviewed someone from uh, King Sumo, which is part of AppSumo. I interviewed someone from Privy, MailerLite, Thinkific, Mobile Monkey. Uh, Yeah. And so. Oh, go ahead. No, no, no. So you you mentioned first. All right. Mm -hmm. So uh, what you're talking about is you need so you can record the show. You can you can record it on your phone. You can just take your phone Mm -hmm. and talk into it if you want. But then you need a place to put that audio file so that it can go to Apple Podcasts and Mm -hmm. Google Podcasts and Stitcher and Spotify and all the other distribution channels. So you, what was the free one that you mentioned? I want to, I want to make sure we get it so I can put it in the show mm-hmm. notes. What was the first thing you mentioned? The free one? Uh, Spreaker. It's Spreaker. Okay. It's free up to, I think five hours. And then okay. I had to switch to the $7 a month plan, but that's okay. minimal. <laughs> and you, and you still use that. So you record your show and then you put it on there. Right. So I record my show and like you said, you can do it straight into your phone using, well, you could host with anchor, uh, and do it straight into your phone so you don't even need any external equipment and, and all that's free. Though I do recommend getting a, a professional mic. I have an ATR2100, which was only like 60 bucks. So, I yeah. mean, you can get completely set up for under 100. Um, and then, yeah, so then you send the files to the the podcast host and they dis- distribute it to like you said apple google spotify all of the because mm-hmm. there's probably 20 at least podcast yeah. directories <laughs> so it saves a lot of time um because and, and then when you have a new episode it just automatically sends you, you upload it and it sends it out uh to those directories and and i love what you said when you started you uh you you had written a book so you picked companies that were in the book and if you could you got to the ceo you talked to people in the companies i talk to a lot of people who think about starting a show all the time and they say to me i don't i don't know who i would talk to and i tell them look mm-hmm. if you got clients start talking to them 
if you have to, you got to start talking to family or friends because you need to develop a style. You need to get comfortable having conversations with people that are recorded. You need to learn how to use the equipment and how to edit. What was your experience with all that stuff? How did you find your way through all that? Yeah, so I did a lot. I listened to a lot of podcasts about podcasting and kind of learned that way. And then um, there's some different like online places you can go to to kind of learn about podcasting. But so, but it, it's not complicated. It's really pretty easy once you know, once you have a host and you upload the file to that. But if you're recording um, like a solo episode, I recommend recording with Audacity, which is a free um, software that you can record and edit in. Um, but like for interviews, you know, like we're doing Zoom or there's Squadcast. I like Squadcast. Um, there's several different ones where you can do remote interviews. Um, and yeah, no matter what platform you use, you can just take that file and then it converts it or it... I'm not sure of all the little tiny technical details, but it um, like you could even take a video file and turn it into audio. And, mm -hmm. and that's one way of kind of repurposing content is you could start with a video, put it, you know, on YouTube and then take the audio out of that, put it on a podcast, create a blog post and all of that. Um, a lot of people do show notes or transcriptions and I create like a blog post out of every episode basically. Okay. Yeah. And how many, how many episodes do you do a month? Do you do one a week? Do you do two a week? How many do you do? How often do you, do you podcast? Uh, well, so currently I just put out one a week, but okay. there was a while there where I was doing during the pandemic when I had more time and was at home all the time, I was doing all kinds of interviews back to back. And then I was doing so many that I needed to start putting them out pretty quickly and regularly so I was like putting out one a day for a while there uh, like I did a, a podcasting series I did a series on uh, self-publishing I just kind of picked different themes and like did a whole week on a particular theme so that no, was that's, fun that's terrific and now you so what you do is you use the the content from your podcast, you actually convert it into a blog post. Then do you put the audio or video file on it on the post too, or do you just put the text? Uh, no, I do. Usually it's the video file because I take the audio and turn it into a, a video for YouTube, okay. but it's just like the audio in like a waveform, which some people say that I mean, people go to YouTube to watch videos, not listen to audio. But anyway, it doesn't hurt, I guess. Uh, so I just take that and I put it in the blog post. Yeah, as well. as I, I know I know a lot of people who will take YouTube in their like in their car when they're driving and they'll they'll mm. play and just listen to the video. Like I, I know a guy who is not he doesn't know how to, he, <laughs> now he's, I, he, he listens to the Joe Rogan show, but he doesn't know how to get it as a podcast, but he can get uh. it on YouTube. So he puts the YouTube video on in his car. Now he's going to oh, have okay. to figure out how to go to Spotify because <laughs> it's only on Spotify. But you right. know, I, listen, I think you should put it everywhere you can. Any place mm -hmm. you can get people's attention, even if it's one person, put it everywhere. That's, mm -hmm. you know, that that's that's my philosophy. How do you then um, decide who you're going to get as a guest? How do mm -hmm. you 
Uh, how do you select your guests? And what is your strategy for going after guests? So initially, the way I would get guests is I would focus on different entrepreneurs that I followed and, and liked, um, whether it was in the podcasting space, self-publishing, affiliate marketing, whatever. Um, and I would contact them and, uh, you know, ask if they'd like to be on the show and why I'd like to have them on the show. And mm -hmm. most of the time they, they said yes. So, <laughs> uh, but that's how I started. And then I'm kind of changing gears a little bit in 2021 where, um, the focus is going to be on businesses where they started with under a thousand dollars and didn't take any kind of loans or outside capital or anything and built the business up to seven figures. And so I basically for, to get those types of people, I just kind of put out a, um, well, I put it on social media, like, it's an application process, but then there's like a lot of places, like I think we met on, I'm not sure which one, because <laughs> I'm on a few, but either Podbooker or Podmatch or Podit. Yeah, I think it was Podmatch actually, yeah. Oh, okay, yeah, there's like five of them now. <laughs> and so um, I think that's a good way to to find guests or other podcasts to be on. Um, sure. Yeah, because a lot of people think, uh, well, if they have their own podcast, why would they need to be on other people's podcasts? But I think it's a great way to, well, they say to leverage other people's audiences, but it's like, if someone else, if you have a podcast and you go on someone else's podcast and it's a relevant topic, and so you know that their audience is already listening to a mm -hmm. podcast, they're sure. likely to go over and check out your podcast. It just makes sense. So um, reaching more people that way. No, I look, I completely agree. I, I'm a big fan of doing as much as you, as, as you can, even if you attract one new listener, it's, you know, especially in the beginning, it's hand to hand combat. You got to do everything you can to try and attract as many new people to the show as possible. So, you know, don't, uh, I, I, I will go on anybody's show anytime, as long as I can fit it into my schedule. I'm not, I'm not overly concerned about it. So when mm -hmm. you, when you're podcasting, do you, um, do you have like a, like a, a, like a script or do you just plan on sitting down with people and having conversations? How does it work? So usually at least initially a lot of the guests I was already very familiar with. So I didn't even have to do a whole lot of research on them. Mm -hmm. I knew their story and, and what they do. Um, but so it'd be more like little notes. And I guess that's kind of the case now. Like if, if I don't know the guests that well, I will obviously do research and I'll just make little notes about different topics that I want to hit on, but I don't write like a script or even exact questions. I just write, just kind of make little notes about, their background history, the different things I want to touch on, and then just let the conversation flow. Mm -hmm. um, now, you mentioned earlier that podcasting had gotten you a lot more traction for your business than some of the other things you were doing. Tell us about some of the good things that happened as a result of doing some podcasts. Uh, well, first of all, the connections, I feel like at a certain point, it just kind of snowballs. Um, 
and you never know who someone might know. Right. Like, you might be a guest on a show or vice versa. And they might be like, oh, well, let me connect you to so-and-so. And um, so stuff like that has happened. Um, and then just, I guess, the becoming more known. Like I was a um, guest on a podcast the other day. And the person interviewing me said, yeah, I was telling so-and-so beforehand that I was going to interview Sarah St. John. And, and that person had said, oh, yeah, the frugalpreneur. She's great. <laughs> and I was like, oh, well, who is this person? Because I thought, well, maybe it's someone I know. Uh, and he gave me the name of the person. I can't even remember it now. But, um, and, but I didn't know the person at all. And I was like, this, I mean, you know that people are listening, but it's interesting that someone could just hear your name and like associate it with and automatically know off the bat what show that is and all of that stuff. So um, I think just, I think it adds also credibility. Um, you know, I think one thing is if someone wants to interview or t talk to someone, you know, in their field but they're kind of bigger or busy. And if you didn't have a podcast and you approached them and were like, Hey, can I have an hour of your time to ask you some stuff? They're either, <laughs> they're either not going to respond. No. <laughs> they're going to say no, or they're going to say, yeah, it'll cost you X amount of dollars. Usually, you know, right. in the thousands. But if you say, I have a podcast, would you like, I mean, you have to say more than that, sure. but you know, Would give you like them to be a guest on my show. It'll be good exposure. We can talk about stuff you want to promote. Right. And like maybe giving them some statistics as far as download numbers and, you know, if they ask for that or at least like who you've had on the show before sure. and things like that, um, then they're way more likely to come on. And then in a way you're almost getting like a free one-on-one -on -one consultation even. Yeah. Yeah, I've used this as a way to uh, bring people on who I wanted to hopefully uh, convert into clients. Mm. I've used it to do a ton of research. Like if I want to do research on a specific type of business or a specific business, I'll call people in that industry and I'll tell them, hey, listen, I, I'd love to have you on the show for 20, 25 minutes and do an interview. And we could talk about anything you want to promote. I'm going to ask you some questions about your business, about the industry. And almost always, especially they almost always say yes, especially if they're in an industry or in a position where they don't get a lot of exposure, they're mm. flattered by it and they enjoy coming on, they enjoy having the conversation and they really like having something they can take away, whether it's an audio uh, interview or in some cases, if I give them, you know, if the video turns out well and I give them the video, they really enjoy having that takeaway that they can use to show their friends or, you know, uh, promote themselves to get on someplace else or another show. Um, talk about the Frugalpreneur a little bit. So I love the branding. Tell me a little bit about um, what you do and what your ambitions are for the future with the Frugalpreneur. So the idea kind of started, um, I was actually in a Dave Ramsey class, financial oh, okay. piece, sure. <laughs> and he's talking about all these ways to save money, pay off debt and all of that. And I was thinking, okay, all these are great, but what about 
how to make more money mm-hmm. to help with that. Um, but make it make money without spending too much money. Yeah. Um, and so kind of that combined with all the research I had already done and experience with various online business models. Uh, that's where I got the idea. And the word frugalpreneur came to me in my head um, while it was sitting there in the class. <laughs> and so um, basically for the podcast and, and the book and everything, it's just trying to show people the different ways or options to make money whether they want to become their own their own boss and quit the nine to five or if they just want extra money like a side hustle um that there are ways to go about it without it breaking the bank (laughs) because i think a lot of people just assume that it's expensive to start any kind of business but i think what's nice about the online business models is that there's very little overhead Um, sure yeah. Sure. So, yeah. So that's mainly the goal of the show and just to kind of, I touch on different types. I interview people within different fields uh, of online business. And then sometimes I talk about the different tools and resources and software out there that are free or really affordable mm-hmm. because I try to run all my businesses for under a hundred a month. Oh, and wow. Yeah, I'm pretty great. I'm able to do that. So that's what I try to teach other people how to do. (laughs) And talk about the courses and the stuff that you have available for people. Explain. So first, give us where where can they go? Give us your website. Where can they go to get all the stuff? I I love I was on your website the other day and I saw your resources section. That's Uh fantastic. Everybody, no matter what business you have, should go to Sarah's resource section because a lot of the stuff she talked about today is available there and it's either free or unbelievably super cheap. So tell people what your website is. We'll put it in the show notes too, but give it to them now. Okay. So, uh, the Sarah St. John.com it's S A R A H S T J O H N. Um, and then actually I have three books and the, the PDF version is available for free um, at the sarahstjohn.com forward slash free. Okay. Um, and then, yeah, like you had mentioned, if you go to the website at the top, it'll, it says, I think 27 tools I use. And that's my resource page that lists like the different email marketing platforms and podcasts platforms and just all these different things that I pretty much everything on there are things that I use. And mm-hmm. so, um, that and a lot of them are free or like 10 bucks a month at most sure Um, and you have courses for people too mm, people mm -hmm. can take courses so talk about some of the some of the courses you have available for people to take if they want to start a business sure yeah well i actually currently only have one course it's about podcasting specifically okay um and that's uh, it's on the website under courses Uh, i plan to have more (laughs) uh but yeah, that one's called Podcast Profit Pro, and I'm. Uh, it's currently it, it's on pre-sale right now. I'm still work. I'm actually in the middle of creating the course right now, so it's not fully complete yet. Um, but I do give a significant discount, like eighty percent off, practically. Oh wow! Uh, for the pre-sale, so um, yeah. And then if people are interested in starting a podcast but don't have the time or 
interest in editing and producing and repurposing and all of that stuff, um, podseam.com is my podcast production agency. Oh, great. So you'll, you'll do everything from beginning to end for them? Right. All they have to do is just send in the audio file and then I edit it, you know, produce it, mix it, master it, all that stuff. Take out most of the ums and uhs and filler words. Um, send it to the, the host, which then distributes it and then create a blog post, audiograms, show notes, everything. <laughs> oh, super. All right. So it's the Sarah St. John, the Sarah St. John.com and all the resources are there. So if people are interested in starting a podcast or learning anything about podcasting or running an entrepreneurial business from their home. This is the pandemic. So you're sitting at home and you're wondering if you can do a business for under a hundred dollars a month. Well, Sarah's doing it and she can help you. All right, Sarah, thank you so much. It's been, it's been so great having you on the show. I really appreciate it. The Sarah St. John is where you can find Sarah and all her resources. Thanks for joining us today, Sarah. I really appreciate it. Well, thanks so much for having me. All right, folks, that'll do it for another episode of the Inside BS Show. We'll see you right back here again tomorrow where we'll take you inside the business strategy, give you the insider business secrets, and share all the BS that you can handle. Thanks for joining us. We'll see you back here again tomorrow. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.